welcome to Some Good Tea, where we drink some tea and we share some tea. I'm your host, Katie, and I'm back with Hannah. I'm back! <laughs> I feel like you've done that every single time. Have I really? I don't, I don't remember. That's I've done funny. too many of these at this point. Well, I hope people are still enchanted by it. <laughs> I mean, you're very, you're pretty enchanting. Thank you. You're pretty enchanting. We got some enchanting tea, we've got an enchanting topic, it's just an... It's an enchanting evening. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We didn't have any pasta, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> the tea that we're enjoying is called Conjure Wood Woodland Beings by Jasmine Dragon Dehydrated Potions. We've had a couple of theirs on here before, and I have more to have. Like, they have some really great teas. This um, tea is certainly this delicious. This was very unique. I'm, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't expect it, but it is... It's, it's really good. It's difficult it's, to describe. So it's it's a um, a nut-based tea. So for those of you who have nut allergies, I'm sorry. This is one you'd miss out on. Um, but for those of you who don't, highly recommend this tea. It's really good. It's remarkable. I've never had a tea like this before. It smells like an almost like an almond cookie. Yeah, that's a good way to describe yeah. it. I also really appreciate the pinky color. Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, it's nuts, cute. right? But mm -hmm. then it becomes this lovely little peach-colored little cup. It's I so like great. It. It's so warm. It's mm. cozy. Perfect tea for, like, kind of a blustery day. I've been having a lot of those when I've been recording, so, you know. <laughs> it's a great time to record. It is. You can't go outside. You can't go outside, so <laughs> let's have some tea. Um, as per usual, we're going to be getting questions for each other by rolling our 20-sided dice. Uh, and the topic that I've chosen for you, Hannah, is all about creative art <gasps> projects. <laughs> oh, this is so... I w Listen... I didn't know what this was going to be when I came on the line today, but I do want to say that I did uh, speak with one of my colleagues at work today and let did them know you? that I just live waiting for people to ask me about yarn and creative projects. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I've never, never been more prepared. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, because I knew you're very, like, artistically talented. Thank you. You do all kinds of fun things. Thank work with you. lots of different mediums. I've like dabbled and played. I'm nowhere near like your level, but I was like, this would be such a fun topic. This is the kind of, I feel so flattered right now. Oh, <laughs> Shameless plug for myself. You can follow me and my art adventures at, uh, on Instagram mm -hmm. at hlofgreenstudios. Do it, guys. She's got some really cool stuff. I have fun. It's a really fun project. I well, enjoy creating, for would sure. Would you like to roll, roll the, the dice? dice? I would love Let's to. Oh, I'm get. so excited. <laughs> Slay. <Same>. Okay. <laughs> 14. Ooh. What advice would you give uh, for someone who's trying to get into <gasps> the creative arts field? What, what would you tell them? You know what? I've actually been thinking about this a lot mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of art projects that I want to do this year and things Ooh. I've never done before. And I keep coming across this phrase this year. Uh, like seriously, since Janu Jan January, <laughs> Word. January 1st, yeah. since that date, I've seen this phrase about 10 times and it's just... You never know what you're doing until you start doing it. So if there is something that you want to pick up, just do it. And 
Maybe the first one's gonna be really messy. Maybe the second one's gonna be a little bit less messy. Maybe the third's gonna be way worse. Like who knows? But (laughs) you never know what you're doing until you're doing it. And that, I think that really just applies for all areas of life. Just do it. I love that. Oh my gosh. I hadn't heard that and I really like it. I love it. Because like, uh, I feel like with with our generation, um, there's a lot of dark humor that I just love. And like, I literally have a t-shirt right now that says, I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. I love that. It has a little dinosaur on it and it's cute. And I love because dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also just like so dark and so funny because it's like, no, I'm an adult with a very adult job. I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> right? But I love yeah. that because it takes that and flips it right on its head and it's like, so what? Yeah. So, so what? what? Yeah. So what? Like, nobody okay. knows what they're doing. <laughs> like, maybe you've never sculpted before. Like, yeah. you'll never have sculpted if you never pick up some clay and some tools and go for it. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Ooh. I'm so glad you asked that. I you, The dice. It. it was the you're dice. You're right. You're right. The dice is magical. But mm-hmm. seriously, I, you know, there's no better way to learn than just diving in head first and feeling maybe a little underprepared and mm-hmm. doing it anyway. You, It will open your world up to possibilities you never even considered. Oof. It's 100% worth it. That's such sound advice. I'm living by it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Well, because like imposter syndrome is such a thing Mm -hmm. like we get so used to just feeling like I I don't know what I'm doing and isn't that just terrible yeah isn't that just the worst but like so what so what like try it it. try it try the sculpting try the painting learn how to crochet like so put together a collage yeah go for that new job exactly like, yes I, like, try, try working <laughs> out like try the yeah, thing you try haven't tried out. yes oh my goodness and just speaking of yeah there's it applies to so many areas and I yes. like oh the, I knew this was going to be a good yes. topic for you <laughs> but like dang Hannah way to just like blow it out of the park <laughs> I'm trying not to give, like, too much away right now because I feel like I could probably go off for four hours just about that one little topic. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm sure more of it will come up as we have more questions. For sure. For sure. Well, let me roll that. I'm so excited. Oh! (laughs) This is the best topic you could have chosen. Oh, shucks. Wow, look at us. That's a four. Four. Uh, what inspires you to make the thing, quote unquote? Where do you get your ideas? Mm. Um, I I dabble in a lot of different like the things of of making like the things, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just I guess it t- kind of depends on what is the project or the thing that I'm working on, right? Um, I enjoy cosplay. So obviously the thing that inspires me to cosplay is like a character or a story. That I was I just like. gonna say, good stories are yeah. so inspiring. Good stories are extremely inspiring, and um, I don't like draw and paint as much as I used to. So hard to find the time. I don't know. Yeah, I but it, like I do love it so so much. But I think about like, oh, what what would inspire me to do like a scene or that type of thing? It was usually like some some story, some yeah. thing I'd watch, something I'd read. Um, something I'd seen or experienced out in the world that I then wanted to incorporate into my own creation. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think 
like what else? Same thing with like, like I've played around with sculpting. Um, yeah. And it's usually, it usually comes from like something that I've experienced, somebody else's work that inspired me. Sometimes even like a song yeah. or something. People are so inspiring. They are. And people's stories and their desires oh and their gosh. fantasies are so inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. I love it. This isn't, I guess this, this topic isn't strictly about like writing, um, but I enjoy writing very much. Writing's fun. Um, and I kind of, in my brain, there, there's, there are two separate things, like the, the written word versus like creative physical stuff. Sure. Is like two separate things for me, but it's essentially like creativity, using your imagination, creating something that wasn't there before. And there's like so much that inspires me to like write. Um, like other people's works, movies, video games, conversations with people, weird dreams that I've had have definitely inspired different stories. Dreams are so inspiring. I've been on vacations where I'll just be like, like, you know, hiking somewhere and enjoying the view and like, just be like, I need to take this and create it into this thing that I'm working on, this writing that I'm doing. Oh, yes. So... Um, I feel like if you're if you're strapped for inspiration, get out there, see stuff, Go experience on a stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're like creatively sure. stuck, like go experience other things other people have created. Go experience nature. Like get out there and breathe for a little bit and mm-hmm. it'll lightning will strike. So true. Yeah. It's so so true. Mm-hmm. So so true. Love I that. totally agree. Aw. Do you want to roll the dice again? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I feel like that's your favorite just, part. I do love rolling the dice. If mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like I feel like I'm choosing my fate. Okay. Ten. Ten. We're just hanging out in the middle. We really are. I think I know the answer to this question for you, but did you mm-hmm. ever take lessons? Did you go to school to perfect your art, or is this something that you just picked up? Oh my, well, I could talk about this for six hours too. Yay! So, um, so for me, I, I do several mediums. Mm-hmm. I do paint, pen drawings, I paint. Um, I also love writing. Mostly I just do journal writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I took up crochet last year and have... Was it just barely last year? It was just cr- last year. Shut mm-hmm. the front door, guys. Like, this girl has created some of the funnest things. I didn't know it was Thank just barely you. last year. Yeah, it was just last oh year. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, but, yeah, I've sold some paintings into galleries. I've decided this year to take up sewing. Um, and for me, I also seeing, which, while it feels like its own form of creativity, even mm-hmm. though it's it's different than... Um, painting, drawing, what creating physical, physical items. Works. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the w- when I was a little kid, I really mm-hmm. struggled to. Well, I personally feel like I really struggled to communicate my feelings with people, oh. and I was really in my head a lot and very shy. Yeah. And so I felt, I feel like my first way I really started communicating with people was through art, oh. and it was pretty quickly that my art was communicating what I want even if it wasn't at the skill level I wanted even if it was still kind of like the stick figure I mean you were a child right yeah exactly yeah but but you know I felt like people were understanding me a little bit more and um 
and then I got really into drawing anime for a little while in middle school, like every artist That's does. That's so awesome. And, um, which helped me actually learn better proportions and st- oh, yeah. started helping me kind of like craft those things. Mm-hmm. Um, then in high school, I kind of lost it a little while mm-hmm. until I took a drawing class uh, my senior year and I had an amazing art teacher That's awesome. and she inspired me and encouraged me to take more art classes. So I switched into AP art halfway Look through my you. senior year, which was a mistake, but <laughs> it was a, but did it a make lot of you work. Happy though. Did it, you know, yeah. <laughs> Just no, it definitely did. And then I took, um, painting and drawing classes in college with a wonderful artist named J.D. Parrish. Highly recommend looking him up. He has some wonderful works. Um, So yeah, I have taken some classes, um, mostly for drawing and painting, not Mm -hmm. necessarily for crochet or um, sewing. Mm -hmm. Um, I always recommend that one of the best things you can do, though, is YouTube. (laughs) YouTube University. Especially a lot of the, like, creative things to like start getting advice Mm -hmm. learning how to do some basic patterns and stuff especially like sewing sewing. or things like that like yeah 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 that is very helpful it's so helpful you know because it's one thing to have like the pattern and the instructions and they'll tell you to do this stuff and you know, pleated and then yeah, get your like, backing. And but then what do really that. is an understitch? Like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> it's so yeah. true. Yeah. And, Google's and there's, great. there's little YouTube videos mm-hmm. and little walkthroughs that can teach you some of those like basics and get you started in, in so many areas of like the creative world, mm-hmm. which I just love. Like, I love, I can't yeah. thank people like that enough. You know, mm-hmm. I've definitely used yeah. like tutorials and wiki how to like figure things out yeah. as you go along. Yeah. You know? And creative people are so helpful. We all they want are. to talk about our work and yeah. talk about how to do things. And so a lot of people are willing to talk to you about it mm-hmm. or willing to point you in the right direction. It's amazing. Yeah. To give yeah. some, some fun advice or like be like, do not do this because it mm-hmm. was the worst, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, love, that. I yeah. love the like blending of experience that you've had. You Thank know, you. you could, like, pull from, like, the classes and everything. That's awesome. Thank you. I am going to roll this dice. We were just, roll like, it. chugging through these questions. I've never been so excited to answer questions in my life. <laughs> oh, look at that. 15. Oh, 15. Dang. Just, like, all right in the middle. Art does what art wants. That is so true. Oh, my goodness. Tell Continue. me about a project that started as one thing and became something completely different? That's a good question. Um, I, I'll answer this, and I want you to answer this, Sure. Too. Yeah. Um, oh. And the thing is, like, I feel like I have multiple examples. Like, and I'm sure you feel this way, too. Like, drawing and painting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you have an idea of, like, this is the image. This is what it's going to be. I feel like a lot of times my drawing or painting, like, that visual medium there are just some days where it just is, like, doing its own thing. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, it is just doing its own thing. So I can't even, like, pick one specific example of, like, oh, this specific piece was just what I... No, like, there's so many multiples. Mm-hmm. Like, I can think of some where it's, like, this is what I wanted to draw, this is what I sketched, this is what I got. But, like, more often than not, I feel like you start out and then it just just gets... Becomes what it wants Tentacles to and starts yeah. crawling around and you're like, what it happened to my watercolor? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So, yeah. as far as that goes, like, multiples. I'm trying to think of, like, other 
other things. I feel like a lot of my um, like sculpture attempts were attempts and they just kind of became what they became due to my lack of skill. <laughs> but I still had fun. Yeah. Like along the way. So there is that. Um, in my like writing, there's definitely examples of that too, where it's like I was started out with, yeah. like I wanted oh, to write yeah. this story. Writing is definitely one of those things where the characters, I, I sometimes, if it's depending on what kind of story it is, uh, yeah. sometimes I feel like they take on a life of their own yes. and they start making decisions you don't want them yes. to make. No, this yeah. is a real thing. It's a real, I've, yeah. Uh, I've had Sonnen on this podcast before. She's great. She's a published author. She's oh, amazing. Wow, I that's freaking so cool. love her. Yeah, that's look so at cool. look at her books. They're wonderful. Um, but uh, we've had this exact discussion before, just yeah. chatting of how like well, you'll have a character that just like I have a character who was like I needed a name as a fill in for like oh this person's having this conversation with this extra, right? It's basically yeah. an extra in the movie that's <laughs> happening in my brain, right? And so this person needed a name, so they got a name. Yep. And that's how they started. And that's yeah. all they were supposed to be. And then they grew and they enchant you and they pull at your heartstrings or they infuriate you and you yeah. need to tell their story. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, great. Well, everything can't be about you in this <laughs> setting. But like now, like this fully, it was just a name on a page that was never supposed to have any backstory. Nothing mm-hmm. is like the core of essentially, like, this whole, um, uh, string of, like, novels that I've done. That's so cool. And it's ridiculous. I never intended for that to happen. I don't know where this person came from. I don't know where they came from. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you were inside me. You came from somewhere so, else. No, legitimately, like, and I, yeah. You were so not supposed to be born. <laughs> art just does what art wants to do. And I yeah. feel that way more in writing, I feel like, be, just because I'm more immersed in that as a creative art than others. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So thinking about a few of my projects, mm-hmm. I took a 3D design class mm. in college. It was um, in 2016, early 2016, maybe it was 2015. So mm. we were getting close to, to an election year and I was taking yes. this 3D design class. And, you know, there were several projects in that class where I kind of felt like the project took on a life of its own and it was leading me in directions. Yeah. And there are a couple projects that came to mind. The first one, uh, our 3D design teacher was having us um, create building structures and then we did this typical thing where you it has to hold a certain amount of load otherwise yeah. you don't get a good grade. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, But then he also wanted us to incorporate some artistic abilities into it yeah like don't just make a a tower of square rectangle like cardboard things exactly yeah like just because it has good engineering like this is a yeah artistic endeavor make it pretty yeah and then he he limited us which also just 
By the way, I think if you're trying to exercise more creativity in your art and you're struggling to figure out how, uh, give yourself a project and limit what you're allowed to use. Limit your Ooh. color palette. Limit. Ooh. One of my favorite things is to draw things with only one line. And it will stretch you in ways you didn't think possible. And you'll be able to create really interesting pieces. And it just, that. it's a good exercise. Yeah. And so for this one, we could only use uh, cardboard pieces of a, fairly small size or a certain oh, wow. amount of uh, I think square centimeters that we were allowed to use for it and I am not an engineer I'm oh, not a builder yeah <laughs> yeah and so I created several triangle bases that I essentially stacked on top of each other and then I just shoved some cardboard here and there to make it so Stabilize things wouldn't it. wiggle yeah yeah and there was uh one piece of cardboard on there uh that had the word stable on it or something along those lines. Yeah. It's stable. Like, and my art teacher came up and he said, wow, I love that you chose a piece of cardboard that just randomly had this word stable on it. That was, and he said, that's, that's so clever. I love that you did that. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I didn't know that was going on. I, I didn't notice. Oh, you stand like, here's the thing. Yep. You gotta, you gotta own, <laughs> you gotta stuff own it. Like that. You yeah. gotta own stuff like that. Uh, especially for like a class, you have to like do the hair toss and be like, oh yes, I saw it and it called to me and I just knew. Exactly. And it helped me form my entire project. Thank Ex you. Thank you for noticing. Exactly. And, like, and he, he told to me that exact same thing. Did he really? I mean, with a, a little less zest, a little less pizzazz. I'm but he said, you know what? Really cool. If somebody so. points something out in your artwork, just pretend it was on purpose. Yeah. And just sell it. And I said, yeah. Slay. Okay. I mean, like, I feel like that's sound advice with almost anything that you're doing, like, in your mm -hmm. personal life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And so later on in the year, um, same class, mm -hmm. and uh, this is so interesting. So he asked us to make, uh, he was very open, openly, uh, openly a Democrat in the mm -hmm. class, and he was really worried about a certain someone being elected, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so he said, we should make, I'm going to have you guys make um, political survival kits. And you can choose any... This is an interesting teacher. You know, he... Somebody probably should have reported him. But... Um, but that's just so interesting, It though. was really interesting. And he let us know we could choose any person, political person, um that we dislike and make a political survival kit if they got elected or kind of That's any political like thing that could happen, just yeah. a survival kit. Yeah. And so okay. I wanted a good grade. And um, I wasn't, oh, I, I will be very no. open and honest saying that I wasn't sure who I was going to vote for in that election. Um, I don't necessarily feel like what I did for this project was How morally correct. No, 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 no. Okay, I don't okay, feel like okay. it was morally incorrect. What, what I'm saying is that, like... It didn't necessarily reflect your beliefs at the at time. At the time. At yeah. the time. Well... But, like, I mean, he was giving you this project, and he was open about his own political beliefs, so he was kind of handing you an open door of, like, hey, there's no rule that says you can't, like, kiss up. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's no... Well, okay, so, like, how do I put this? Because, let's see... You can be Let me blunt. Think about how I want to put this. Okay. I personally am not a Trump supporter. I don't necessarily. It, people. It's fine. It, people, but you know, I knew no matter what, I had to. I I had to appeal to my teacher. Yes. So, yes. Of course. <laughs> so of course. 
what I did is I um I knew that I would be creating a Trump survival kit and awesome. um I had a plan that my teacher shot down and then I came up with another plan that was going to take some time and as uh and <laughs> you just have to one, say it babe. I know and then one day I go into class and I'm ready to start working on my project. I think maybe I had missed a class, something along those lines. Okay. I can't quite sure how I got so off on the timeline. Yeah. So I brought my supplies in and I had a bucket of white paint and a paintbrush and then some blue painter's tape and some okay. blank paper. Okay. That's all I had with me to start yeah. to work to on this start. project. Yeah. And I get in, I sit down and the teacher said, okay, we're presenting our political survival kits today presenting them. presenting I was so off I was like two weeks off on the timeline <gasps> oh no and I said I mean, that's a nightmare no matter what class you're in yeah that is absolutely. literally like like literally a nightmare that people have had where you get to class and you're like oh hey yeah that project you were supposed to do it's due now mm-hmm. like did you die N- no I nailed it I I um grabbed the blank piece of paper, mm-hmm. and I wrote Trump Survival Kit, mm-hmm. and then I taped it on the white can of paint with the blue painter's tape, uh-huh. and I put the paintbrush on top, <gasps> and then it was my turn to present, and I <gasps> stood up, and I said, this is my Trump Survival Kit, and now, for this to make sense, you have to know a little bit of background about my family. Oh, uh, I grew up, my, my family is LDS, and we are a big believer in food storage, and oftentimes, food storage will be in these big white uh, gallon bins. That's and true. And you will just tape on. It doesn't have to be pretty. Sometimes it's just a Sharpie on straight on the can. Sometimes it's just pa- taped on paper. Yeah. You just put on what Label it is it. and you leave it there. Stick it in the garage. And 87 s- years later, you'll probably eat it. Yep. And <laughs> yep. so this is what it would look like in my family's uh in, in like my storage, family storage like emergency unit storage. In emergency yeah. storage and i chose white paint and a paintbrush because the only way you can justify what he's doing is if you whitewash history <gasps> oh oh my gosh now that's so good my teacher loved it yeah and I was one of the last people to go he loved it so much that he asked everybody to give me a round of applause when nobody else clapped for anyone else and I know that sounds like a really cheesy internet story but it did happen and it was one of the funniest things oh my god! especially because at the time I was very I did not I I was still forming my political beliefs yeah and I didn't know how I children back then yeah yeah I was what was going on I was what 20 19 20 somewhere around there you couldn't drink yet I couldn't yeah I couldn't drink yet (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh Hannah (laughs) and but you know I knew I was gonna pass my I knew I had to pass this class you had to pass and it was emergency situation (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that's so good I like thank you but yeah and really it was one of those things where the art project it had to write itself because I didn't I, I didn't know what to do you were but, that was improv yeah that was improv. I love it so much like uh, holy crap <laughs> holy crap yeah that's amazing thank you that art it became it became exactly what it needed to become it did it's like a superhero 
That's so funny. It was very, um, it was, it, it did a really good job foreshadowing <laughs> where I would end up politically that I did not know back then. I was not, once again, still yeah. forming political beliefs at that yeah. age. But Yeah, but dang, like. But I nailed the class. You did. My teacher I'm, loved shoot, me. I bet. He thought it was amazing. I bet. He was like, this girl is freaking a comedy genius and also like, this is so amazing. What like, can I say? Put me in a gallery. <laughs> uh, also, though, like, also, though, he did kind of, like, he made it kind he of He wrote clear. the project. He told yeah. us who to choose if you wanted to get a good grade. I mean, for like, sure. yeah. yeah. As if that was going to really change anybody's political beliefs. But, right. like, honestly, like, if anybody, if any professor does that at all, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, politics or something about history, they, like, really, really like Joan of Arc and you're in history, like, mm-hmm. you better write your You better write about Joan, of Arc. about Joan of Arc. Yeah, you know? You have to cater to the teacher. Yeah. You have to cater Which to is, the teacher. Which is, is bad, right, mm-hmm. in many aspects, but if they just hand it to you... You gotta take the wins as they yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta work that system. Dang. Yep. I think it's your turn to roll the dice. Okay. That was so good. That was, oh, I, I felt seven layers of hell That was telling amazing. That story. It was so good. <laughs> okay. Like, Here guys, you can't come for Hannah because that was such a good story. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just the T. It's just the T. 16. 16. <laughs> Moving on. Look at us. Oh, this is fun. This is actually perfect because we were kind of just talking about your classes and stuff. Yeah. Do you have a mentor or someone you looked up to that helped you get started in the art? In the art. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Katie, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, Emotional roller coaster so over here. So this is, I, I have to take the opportunity to speak about her because oh. she passed away a couple weeks ago. Hannah. But <laughs> I've had so many people who've helped me in the arts. Uh, This particular teacher helped me as far as creative performing goes and acting and theater. And I, like I talked about when sharing my story of learning how to draw and it being my first means of communication. Wow, we are going through so many emotions tonight, friends. This is beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But Ms. Jenks was my eighth grade teacher, my eighth Mm -hmm. grade theater teacher. And I went into her class a pretty shy, awkward um, eighth grader who had a really hard time talking to people and making friends and was, for the most part, fairly shy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be crying all the way through this. (laughs) And, it's okay. Whew. And the first couple days of class, she talked about um, being brave and being big and putting yourself out there and taking risks. And so the first sketches that we did in the class for this, yeah. once again, eighth grade theater yeah, class, yeah. Um, I decided that I was going to listen to her advice and use big energy and really go all the way out yeah. for the sketch and it was awkward oh yeah. I don't think anybody laughed it was pretty uncomfortable yeah but my theater teacher said all right fizzy which was my theater nickname fizzy Aww. all right fizzy great job I love the energy and it was enough for me to keep trying to keep going. and then she it really helped me open me up to making new friends and making friends Aww. with people I normally would have been too intimidated by to be yeah. friends with and then in and I, I took a couple classes with her, and she always just communicated. Oh, 
I'm just gonna start crying more. But she always made me feel important mm-hmm. and loved. And like I could talk to anyone and be friends with anyone. And oh. that's not how I had viewed myself up to that point. Mm-hmm. And it truthfully, if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I would have been able to hold down a job in adulthood or been brave Aww. enough to continue performing or brave enough to talk to people about my art or post it on social media. It was her appreciating my creative abilities through theater mm-hmm. that pushed me to do creative things everywhere and being big and bold about it yeah she passed away oh my and i was gosh. able to go to her funeral Aww. so i love that we get to talk about her yeah I but love that too. you know there's there's been a lot of mentors i've had um mm-hmm. so many uh, melissa gallo has been amazing for me she was um I met her around 2016, 2017, and she was able to teach me so much about um, art and about marketing art. Uh, once again, J.D. Parrish was mm-hmm. an amazing art teacher I've had, and uh, he really reminded me that, you know, talent is a, isn't everything and you need to keep yeah. working at it, which was so helpful. And uh, one of his piece, big pieces of advice that he always told us was, uh, become the monster that you are Ooh. and don't try to uh, right it's amazing yeah. and don't try to fit your art into something let your art become what it's going to become yeah. and he really talked about how oftentimes in art your style is developed naturally by mm-hmm. muscle memory by the techniques you use you don't it's you don't have to force your style. Just no. let it come naturally and mm-hmm. it will start to show in all your artwork. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's really what made it so my art started to be able to be marketable and I was able to sell pieces. And I yeah. think, and so those people are probably the creative mentors who have helped me the most, helped me grow the most. And I'm so incredibly grateful for them. They've done so much for me. Just so, oh so gosh. much. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Like, I had no idea where this was going to go. You but, know. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just love that so much. Like, and what a testament to, like, unsung heroes. Like, mentors can be so life-changing for so many people. You're going to get me crying, too. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, <laughs> Cry, Katie. It's no. just, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's know, so beautiful you never, what you can do for each other. It's true. Yeah. yeah. You Once again, people are inspiring. <laughs> yeah, they are. And it oftentimes, it just takes one little moment, one little phrase, and you can unexpectedly change somebody's life. And yeah. it's happened to me so many times. And I feel so grateful for the people I've been able to meet. Been, been able to meet and yeah it's phenomenal meet, to be it's able beautiful. to be influenced by like yeah I think we we undercut so much of our own influence because like mm-hmm. I think if you would ask like your eighth grade art teacher like do you feel like you're changing these kids lives and that you're like forming, <laughs> forming a foundation that they're gonna live on for the rest of their lives she would have probably been like I'm teaching them I'm teaching them what I'm teaching them 
right? Mm-hmm. But, like, she was there when you needed her and gave you the tools that you needed, not just in your cute little dorky, awkward... <laughs> but real-life skills. Grade. Yeah. yeah that That's amazing. Is amazing. That's yeah, and, you know, I, I didn't mention this, but... Uh, yeah, she really stretched into all areas of my life. She really became a mentor, so and she beautiful. was a person who I'd go back to the school to visit, and Aww. who goes back to visit a middle school, right? But I know seriously. she was worth it, right? Oh my gosh! And um, I also I've really struggled academic academically in mm-hmm. in school uh, at that age. I had a hard time turning in assignments, uh-huh. and. Um, the school started a program where if you were, if you, you had late assignments, if you weren't getting things done, mm-hmm. uh, your, all your teachers would meet and then one of them would meet with you oh. and talk to you about it. And so I knew that was rolled out. Yeah. And, uh, she was a teacher who was selected to talk to me about my missing assignments. And all, all she said was something about it. Like it was just one comment while passing me in the hall yeah. in the, uh, in the school, just passing mm-hmm. me down the hallway saying, hey, well, why don't you get all those assignments in, Hannah? And that was all it took. And, you know, it, it was a little bit easier wow. for a few weeks after that to get all my assignments mm-hmm. in because I wanted to because make Miss Jenks proud of me. And yeah. I knew she actually really cared. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. She was am- amazing. <laughs> oh, gosh. It, it just makes me so happy because, like, because, like, I don't think – like, my mom was a teacher mm-hmm. for, like, six-year-old children, right? <laughs> tiny, tiny children who probably won't remember who she is, you know? But, like, I know if I were to ask her, like, do you feel like you're, like, really making a difference in these kids' lives and that they're going to remember you and that you've, you know, formed things? You know, she, like, taught them how to read and how to do yeah. basic math and stuff. Like, the things that you learn in first grade. Yeah. So, like, yes, but, like, I don't think people in those positions really think think of just how powerful those mentorships those moments can and be and those little moments um and like parents yes have a lot of that influence but it's almost more meaningful and special when it's really this other person that just kind of is in your life mm-hmm. maybe because they're a teacher maybe they're a coworker, maybe they're a yeah. friend maybe they're like your friend's uncle who does the thing that you're like interested in learning about but like we can never underestimate the power and the influence that we can have for good in other people's lives absolutely and that's just so beautiful like I had no idea about any of that you're one of my favorite people. You're one of my great friends. And I'm just so glad for the influence that she had in your life because maybe we never would have met and I would have yeah. had a hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> a hole that needed to be filled in my little heart. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Like, man, the arts just, yeah, they can change lives. Thank you so much really for sharing can. that. Yeah, thanks thanks for asking. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll do one more question. Let's and do see it. See where this absolute roller coaster of an episode goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven? Seven. seven. Seven's my favorite number. I'm glad we're ending on that. That's, a great That's pretty number. good. Oh, this is fun. Is there something you've never attempted? Or maybe you started it and then stopped? What was it? Never attempted. Never attempted. As far as creativity goes, as, as far, far as, as anything goes. goes. Okay, creativity. Um, I did, I guess, and this kind of bums me out a little bit. Like, I, uh, uh, 
you know, had to take uh, an, one more art credit or whatever in my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what do I do? I don't even know. I want to do something I've never, ever done before and will probably never do again. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing pottery. Pottery is so hard. It is way Nobody hard. Nobody tells you about that. It is way hard, but yeah. I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Like, the stuff I made was hot trash. But, like... <laughs> You my, have to have strong hands, my, which I, I don't have. You do. It's, you have to have very strong hands. Yeah. You have to be really patient. Like, it, the whole thing. And, like, you could have worked really hard on this piece, and then it fully just explodes. Like, <laughs> if something it's goes so wrong, it's so like, it's, it's, it's chemistry and just heartbreak is pottery. Um, but I loved it a lot. I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. Um, I did it for a semester. My uh, uh, teacher was... I, I, I feel like overly complimentary and just loved my work. She loved my work. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's absolutely no reason for her <laughs> to have loved any of the pieces that I made. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just doing what I was told, you know, and just like, okay, well, it may, it became this mm-hmm. and it's not a, a, a blobby snake worm. So you know, it's mm-hmm. a cup or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she loved my pieces and we had, you know, the, the little showcase thing that we had to do, uh, at the end of the class. And yeah, like I did really well in the class, not because I was good, <laughs> but, but I just tried. <laughs> and I, I loved it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, then I've, I've never done pottery since. I haven't mm-hmm. really had access to yeah it's, like it's, it's one of, where you ha- it's hard to get access to what you need yeah like it's like yeah. okay you it's could not buy something you can just a big row in the middle block. of your living room no yeah. you could like buy a big old block of of pottery clay but like okay are you gonna get a, a throwing wheel yep or are you where gonna are you do, gonna cook it yeah yeah <laughs> how also, are you gonna glaze it your oven doesn't get hot enough <laughs> yeah like, so you've gotta you've gotta have access to a kiln uh, and then glazes, like, where are you going to keep all of this stuff? Yeah. You know? So, like, outside mm-hmm. of high school and, like, in college, I probably could have taken, like, additional pottery classes and continued, mm-hmm. but I was focused on my STEM, right? That's yeah. the only reason why I was going to college. So, uh, <laughs> I, I am bummed out that I haven't really been able to go back to doing pottery. It was a blast. I hope you get the chance. We should take a pottery class. Together. That would be so That'd fun. Be so so fun. My my mom was so cute because so I got really into pottery in my senior year of high school, and my mm-hmm. mom was a first grade teacher, and she's like, you know what? We have a kiln at my school. I should get my kids, my little first graders, and have them do pottery. And oh, so fun. she did, and she became like the person at the school, and she would have some of the other grades come in for art time and oh, make fun. pottery. That's so cool. And like they. A couple of years ago, they uh, built a whole new school, and specifically, the principal was like, "Please don't retire yet. I'm getting you a new kiln." So Stop. she stayed. That's so cool. She stayed because so, she so was cool. like, "Well, I really want to use that new kiln." Mm-hmm. Like, I just I love that woman for so many reasons, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe I could have like you know dabbled on the side and used my mom's <laughs> kiln, but I was in I was in school. I was super busy, sure. so yeah, I I stopped doing pottery. I'm not good at... I don't care. Like, sorry. Pottery is so hard. If you're listening, I was not good at pottery. I don't know why you guys <laughs> thought I was so good, but I was really not. Um, but it was fun. It was yeah. really fun. 
That is fun. I had done, like, sculpting and stuff before, but it's so different. You know, that's another reason to, you know, try even if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Is that the trying and the failing can be incredibly fun and satisfying as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for oh, sure. 100%. Yeah. What about you? Like, something you've just <sighs> never, ever even tried? Never, ever even tried. I mean, there's not a lot at this point. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of wood carving. Um, mm. so I, I've, well, mm, I think I carved a stick once. You know, I think I've carved you know? a bar of soap and I've, car- I've whittled a okay, stick. Okay, yeah, I've carved but a bar I, of I, soap. I don't know if that really counts. I really would, I haven't ever tried, but I would really love to try and learn how to carve into marble. Ooh, it seems something that, that is cool. bigger than life that I could never learn and, but that's why it fascinates me. You probably want to start with like wood, you know, cause it's yeah, a little for sure. less like unforgiving yeah if you mess it's, it up it's a little easier yeah. to uh, a little bit easier to, to work with and if you chop it stuff up, off like, yeah yeah exactly and then I you know I did pick up uh mosaics for a really short period of time Ooh, and I didn't cool. finish the piece that I had started so oh, I feel too. like that can be considered an abandoned one mm-hmm. I still have all the material to make mozo- so mosaics finish it but I don't I don't know when I ever really Will. would it's yeah. kind of it's th- one of that's those a big thing yeah, too yeah. but and I, I'd love to um I'd love to do stained glass at some point that stained would glass be is super amazing. cool yeah 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 glass yeah. work I've, I've always been fascinated with, like, glass work or, like, blown glass or things yeah. like that. Just so cool. Yeah. I'm deathly afraid of, like, hot things yeah. and well, being you know, burned. So I don't think I could ever do, like, glass work, but it would be yeah. cool. Well, so I did um, a glass blowing class. I'm saying that with parent- or little quotations Quotation around it. Quotation marks around but, it. But um, Thanksgiving Point in, mm-hmm. uh, here in Utah, they uh, do glass blowing classes where all you do is really hold the tongs and shape it they do all the really scary parts part where you have to go to this flaming mouth to like the void and like like plunge your life into there and be and pray exactly yeah they they do that part and they they watch you they tell you when to spin the little sticky thing and yeah, and I and, I, and I've done that. I and no it's, idea. It's not. It's not too scary. It's definitely doable. So oh if, if you're ready to attempt it, I would there is feel a means like a to do million that. dollars if I like had a thing. Even if it was like one of those dorky little pendant necklaces or something. I'd be like, I freaking made this in like the fiery furnace. Yes. So, like, well, and, and here's so the thing: cool. if like if if that excites you and it's something that is a little bit scary it's but exciting, scary. yeah, do it. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It all just comes back around to the way we started this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just need to Jump on it. in. Yeah. Okay. I guess my my lo- I I I guess I have a question I have to ask you since we're talking okay. about creativity. Oh, no. What's your newest passion product? project creative endeavor that you're working on I mean I guess like because right now um with just like work and things I'm limited on where I can put my energy and my time Mm -hmm. so I haven't picked up necessarily anything that I haven't dabbled in before right Mm -hmm. like hey it 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 doesn't have to be new it can just be your most current thing so I'm 
I'm currently working on two cosplays for this year. That's right? so cool. What are you cosplaying? I'm... If, if you don't want to, like, <laughs> give spoilers. I, us- I, I usually... If it needs to be I a surprise, don't. I understand. Okay. I do have my own little Instagram that I never post to, guys, so it's pointless for you to follow me. Um, <laughs> but I got it to post my uh, cosplays. Yeah. You know, because I go to, like, Ren Fairs or cons or Fanex, you know, and everybody would be like, oh my gosh, let's get pictures together which is so fun I love getting pictures like with people with other cosplayers so fun but everybody would always be like oh I want to follow you what's your Instagram and I was the person who was like I don't (laughs) I just don't so (laughs) I got one specifically for that um and but I hardly ever post but Mm -hmm. um I'm working on two cosplays right now um I actually just got some uh uh three like 3d files that i'm gonna have one of my friends print for me oh cool for some of the like accents and stuff that's really cool um and i just got the patterns uh i need to start paying attention to sales because i need to buy fabric i'm doing a thing that i hate which is going to be sewing like uh you oh, i love i i've picked up sewing and it's really fun maybe we just need to do a sewing day together we that's probably what do <laughs> i it's not a complicated like the one that i am mm-hmm. sewing because usually the way i cosplay is like to Make only things that I know I can solidly make Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. buy as much as possible for it as inexpensively as possible. Yeah. Um, And if I just cannot find it anywhere, then I make it, right? Yeah. And so for one of the cosplays, can pretty much buy everything uh, except for like a few of the like accent pieces, but it's like, that's easy. I can make those. Um, For the other one, like a majority of it, I need to sew this. um, It's like... She has like a uh, almost like a corset mm-hmm. that flares out into a high low skirt. Oh, and I cool. looked all over to find something yeah. that I could be like, okay, this this works. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there's just not something like there's plenty of other cosplays that I've done where it's like I can make this work absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could tweak it just a little bit or do the color a little different or you know trim it and hem it and then it boom but this it's like no it's the look is too specific yeah and I would be dissatisfied with the cosplay if it was if it was different if it was too different so um I got a great pattern um through a creator online who's thankfully familiar with the character and like made a whole pattern to make this piece Mm -hmm. and um now I'm going to have to sew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. And corsets are, they're difficult. It's, but. it's, it's like a corset-ish, mm-hmm. like corset mm-hmm. adjacent. Mm-hmm. I If it was a true corset, I'd be like, nope, <laughs> we're buying that because I could buy it for cheaper and just make it work. So it's, mm-hmm. it's corset like adjacent. It's like a bodice and a skirt. Um, but uh, it, I'm, mm, I cannot sew. <laughs> well, I've seen some of the things you've done, so I know that's not true. <laughs> uh, I can, but I can. I can uh, it's like how, like I, I know how to read music. I can play the piano. <laughs> Just because I can do that thing doesn't mean I can do it well. It's the, it's the t-shirt situation again, where it's I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I, I can read the instructions. I can mm-hmm. do the weird like reverse stitches or make the like buttonhole stitch and like mm-hmm. all of that. I can, I, I. Theoretically, can do it. On paper, yes. Uh huh. We'll see yeah. how this goes. Um, I am making it, and I'm starting plenty in advance. Mm-hmm. My first uh, con that I'm going to is in April. 
Uh, so, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's I what love I'm it. Working on. Well, I can't wait to see what you come up with. Oh, thank That's you. It's gonna be fun. Well, did you have something you wanted to share? With something that you're working on right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I actually, speaking of sewing, yeah. I decided uh, towards the end of last year that 2024, I am going to stop buying new clothes and will only be sewing my clothes oh, dang. for the Look full at you, year. Girl. And I, I want to preface this with saying that I have sewn like little drawstring bags in <laughs> middle school before. Uh, okay, so maybe I could help you out. You exactly. could help to motivate me, but I could definitely help you out. <laughs> but I've made I've made a dress it. and I've oh, made good. a cloak and Look the cloak you. turned out pretty well and I've Cloaks made a skirt. Are easy. Skirts are easy. You're starting out mm-hmm. right. You're and starting out right. I made a skirt that is wearable. So I'm Even pretty better. I'm pretty proud of it. But the, my, my whole thing is, you know, the quality of clothing is going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love being creative, but I have a limited budget for both my creativity and my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. But I can combine those budgets and have more of a budget and more do both. For both. And not only that, but because quality of clothing has gone downhill so much, I feel like it, it should probably only take me a couple of months to get to the point that fast fashion's at. I mean, and then yeah, anything after that's that. Really true. Anything after that is just a win-win. It's just plus, a win-win. Like, plus, everything you make, you're like, I chose this. I wanted this. Exactly. This is the pattern. I can this choose the, the color, color. I can choose this the pattern. Is the cut, and everything. I have a body type that can be kind of difficult to dress. And yeah. so being able to have that option have of sewing it myself, mm-hmm. that's pretty exciting. So we're learning a lot of new ambitious. skills. It does feel really ambitious, yeah. but I'm already having a lot of fun. That's and good. I've made a few pieces and... Since I already, ha- since I crochet, started crocheting last year, that's, mm-hmm. I you see how it's kind of, of translating mm-hmm. and I have some crocheted pieces now. That's awesome. So it's pretty fun. <sighs> I'm excited. But, yeah. That's going to be so fun. I'm really excited to see what you make. I'm excited to see what you make. We got to do a sewing day. <laughs> sure. Sure. There's a long weekend coming up, I think. That might be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motivate me yeah. to go out and buy fabric. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fabric. Mm-hmm. So fun. So expensive. It's true. Got to hit mm-hmm. those sales. Um, Well, my gosh, what an amazing episode this has been. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I feel like we went on a real journey together. We did. We did. I really appreciate it. We felt all the emotions. We did. All the feelings. Yes. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining us. This is all we have time for, but we will talk at you later. (laughs) 